Are you ready to hear a story? Hi, my name is Kelly, and today I'm going to be reading you a story called Forest School. It's written by Hannah Erickson. It's about a treehouse. Have you ever wanted to live in a treehouse? Come along with me, and we'll see what this one's about. Oh, hi, can you hear me? Hopefully this old tape recorder is working. I brought it up to this tree forever ago, and I'm just now getting around to using it. So our story starts right here, right up in this tree. I'm way up in a tree, deep in the forest. My brother Gio is here too. He's making a track for his acorn cars, which are these cars he made out of acorns. Hi! That was him. That's Gio. His real name is George Stanley Herbert, but no one calls him that. You can call him Gio. And I'm Luna. Luna Persephone Herbert. Nice to meet you. Anyway, we're recording this from a treehouse, and it's our treehouse. And our house. Really, it is. Just so you believe me, I'll tell you the story. All right, here goes. Gio and I were exploring in the forest behind our Aunt Cow's house one day. One day last spring. We went far, farther than we have ever gone before, where the forest starts to feel like a different world. The light is all different there, and it's like you're in a house made out of leaves. It's all oak and sycamore trees. Anyway, when you stand in the middle of the trees and look up, mostly all you see is leaves. It's like the sky is green and brown and gold. So we already knew it was a magical place, and then we found the treehouse. It was just sitting there, like it was waiting for us. Halfway up the biggest, oldest oak tree. The ladder was propped up there, like another kid had just been up there yesterday. But when we climbed up, we saw that there hadn't been anyone here for a long time, like a really long time. There were spider webs in all the corners, and the floor was covered in acorns. Some of the windows were rusted shut, and the little table and chairs looked like they were as old as Aunt Cow, like 200 years old or something. Anyway, it was awesome. We started right away fixing it up. We wiped off all the cobwebs, and swept up the acorns, and washed the windows, and then we escaped from boarding school and moved in for good. It's been five days so far that we have been living here. We're living here without any adults or anything. We didn't run away. Well, not from Aunt Cow, at least. One day we just didn't get on the bus to boarding school. Do you know what a boarding school is? It's a school that you never leave. Well, you can go home for holidays or summer break, but otherwise, every day after class... You just stay at school. The school we went to, St. Edward's Academy, had all of these gardens that were manicured, which means they kept them looking very proper. And if you even pick a petal or play hide-and-seek in the rosemary, they will double your after-school chores for a week. Anyway, I won't go into what happened there. But basically, we're really glad to be here now. 
We had already found the treehouse. We found it during our spring break last year. And we had already cleaned it up and stocked it with supplies. Back then, we would pretend we lived there. But we never thought we could actually do it. Well, here we are. We're doing it, just me and my brother, the trees and the wind. When it was time to go back to school this fall, we snuck off into the woods instead of taking the bus to the academy. We ran all the way to the treehouse. I don't think anyone saw us. The only one who could have would have been Aunt Cow, but she was probably crocheting her one-thousandth blanket and too busy to look out the window. Anyway, we've been here since. The only part we miss about the academy is science class. So we decided to teach ourselves science here. It's like the forest is teaching us, actually. We call it forest school. Mostly, we just try stuff until it works. Sometimes we copy the animals, like the squirrels, who taught us where to find the best acorns. We also have a stack of extremely expired library books. That's how we learned about edible plants and the native people who used to live here. Anyway, we learned how to start campfires from rocks, how to climb boulders, where to find wild berries. I can climb up the ladder one-handed now. And Geo learned to catch fish in the creek. I like to sit up here and watch the leaves fall. The sycamore leaves turn gold, and then they float down to the forest floor like little fairies. I pick up the best ones and pretend they're my fairy friends. I build them a fairy house with little twigs and flowers that I find. Sometimes I miss having friends to play with. Not that I really had any at boarding school, but still... I'd like to have someone to hang out with besides Geo for once. All day this time of year, we hear the pop, drop, drop of acorns falling from the big oak. The squirrels scamper across the branches, gathering them for winter. We gather them, too. You can soak them in the creek to soften them and make them less bitter. After a few days of soaking, they're soft and sweet, and we eat them as snacks. It hasn't always been easy out here. There was a time Gio and I got caught in a rainstorm, and we had to hide under a boulder until it let up. We were soaking wet, and it was so cold. And lots of mornings lately, the sun is like a snail getting up on the sky, and we're shivering trying to light the campfire. Anyway, we just decided this morning that we need to go and get more blankets and more food, too. So this is our plan. We're going to sneak back into Aunt Cow's house when she's taking her afternoon nap, grab some supplies, and run back to the treehouse. It's a good walk back to Aunt Cow's house, around boulders and through brush. The forest floor is squishy beneath your feet from all the leaves from basically the beginning of time. We sometimes think we're the only ones who have ever been this far into the woods. But... We know that can't be true. That's the mystery we haven't solved. Who built the treehouse? Who was here before us? Anyway, I'm signing off now, and I'll be back to update you after we get the supplies. See ya! Wow. That did not go as planned. We got to Aunt Cow's house and stood outside her window trying to peek in to see if she was napping but we're not tall enough to see.
So we decided to just go for it. Gio went first, because he's smaller. He opened the front door, and we both listened like elephants. We didn't hear anything. So in he went. All he had to do was grab some canned soup and beans from the pantry, and maybe some of those good cheese crackers and those chocolate mints that she hides in there, and then sneak over to the cedar chest, grab two extra blankets, and that's it. I mean, come on, Gio. But when he got inside, he froze. He couldn't believe it. On the table were two blankets, soup cans, crackers, even some chocolate mints. All the stuff was just there, like it was waiting for us. What the? Was Aunt Cow packing to go somewhere? Had someone read our minds? Well, it was very weird, let me tell you. But we didn't really have time to think about it, because we needed to get out of there before Aunt Cow saw us. We did need the stuff, so I stepped into the house and grabbed it. I was like, Geo, give me a hand. And we stuffed everything in our backpacks and ran. Oh, so this is the weirdest part. I almost forgot. On top of the blankets was this white envelope just sitting there. We were in such a rush, I just crammed it into my backpack without looking at it or anything. I'm just looking at it now, and it's the weirdest thing. It has our names on it. Luna and Geo. Okay, I'm opening it. This is too weird. Dear Luna and Geo, Did you know your names mean moon and earth? Luna means moon and Geo means earth. I thought it was time you knew that. In the summers, your father and I got to come here to this house in the woods, which was at the time our grandmother's house. That's how I acquired the name Cow. Did you know Cow is not my given name? My real name is Demetria Ann, but as you can see, I never really liked that much. Ever since I was eleven, your age, Luna, I've been going by Cow. Didn't you ever think Cow was an odd name for an aunt, or an odd name in general? It was my forest name, the name I used when your father and I would explore the woods back behind this old house where I live now. Your father's forest name was Eromaces. We called him Ero for short. Unusual names, yes, but they suited us. You see, we were always playing in the trees in the forest. You are the first people to know our secret. I thought it was time you knew. You deserve to know everything about your father. We came up with the names the same summer we built the treehouse in the forest. But that's a story for another day. Say hello to the trees for me, Aunt Cow. P.S. Try spelling our forest names backward. Okay. What? Aunt Cow and Dad built the treehouse and hung out here and had secret code names? Wow. Just wow. Geo, can you believe this? Did you hear me read the letter? We've got to make up code names. Geo, don't you see? We already have code names. Dad gave them to us when we were born. Geo means Earth and Luna means Moon. And, okay... Cow backwards is O-A-K. 
O-A-K. Oak. That spells oak. Aunt Cow's code name was oak. And Eromaces, that sounds like it's E-R-O-M-A-C-Y-S, maybe? Which backward would be Sycamore. Sycamore, it's gotta be. So Dad's nickname was Sycamore. Backward. Can you believe that, Gio? Okay, wait. If Aunt Cow left this letter out for us and knows about the treehouse, it must have been her who set out the pile of supplies. And she must know we're out here. Uh, hello? Uh, who said that? It's me, Aunt Cow. I followed you back here to make sure you got the supplies. I've been checking on you every few days and noticed you were getting low. Wanted to make sure you were staying warm. It's getting toward winter, you know. You followed us? I thought you couldn't walk outside without a cane or something. Oh, I brought my walking stick. It's the same one I've had since I was your age. Your father and I whittled it from an oak branch. He had one, made of sycamore, naturally. Well, glad to see you got the supplies. They should keep you warm and fed for a few more nights. And then after the equinox, you can come back in the house and warm up for the winter. I'll need your help next summer patching up those cracks in the treehouse and building a new wing for your friends. That is, if you want to have your friends over here next summer. Your father and I used to do that with the neighborhood children, who now have children of their own. About your age, actually. Yes, you'll meet them soon enough at the public school down the road, where you'll be enrolling. It's about time we're done with that boarding school. Anyhow, now that you'll be at the school down the road, you can stop off at the treehouse on your way home. We used to do that in the afternoons, staying out here until you heard the dinner bell. Speaking of, I'd better get back. The brisket in the oven is about done. Oh, hi, I'm back. Where did we leave off? Aunt Cow came out to the treehouse, which was shocking. I mean, I thought she could barely walk anymore. Anyway, she told us a million things and then was like, I'm cooking brisket for lunch. Once we heard brisket, our mouths started to water. And it didn't take long before Gio and I decided we ought to stop in and see Aunt Cow for lunch. It was so nice and warm in there with a fire going and those chocolate mints scattered all over the side tables. And we decided maybe we could stay a while and wait out the winter. So we sat by the fire, munching chocolate mints and sipping tea with Aunt Cow. She was crocheting, telling us these crazy stories about her and dad and the treehouse. Oh, and it turns out that what she was crocheting all the time wasn't even a blanket. It was curtains for the treehouse. So we're going to hang them up there now. Gotta go. See ya. What did you think about that story? Would you ever live in a treehouse? Send us a message and let us know. Here are some of our reviews. This one is from Chris O'Chris from the United States. My kids really enjoy this podcast. It makes bedtime so much easier. I totally agree with you. Here's another one. 
I like your stories. My favorites are Dragon Under the Stairs, Midnight O'Clock, and Watch Out for the Bears. Keep it going. Love, Audrey. Five years old. By Bun Bun Carrots from the United States on iTunes. This one comes to us all the way from Australia. We love story time. Jamie, six, and Indigo, almost four, love this podcast. We love all the narrators and the lovely accents from across the globe. Thanks, guys. Our favorite stories are all of the Buffy Bunny's misadventures, especially his fabulous trip to Easter Island. Please keep making stories. Cheers from Meadowbank, NSW Australia. That's by Jamie and Indy. My favorite podcast, my name is Jack and I'm three years old. I think that this podcast is great because of the soothing voices and I like to fall asleep to the stories. My favorite episodes are Gubble Bubble Kingdom and Not Right Now Emily by Podcast Jack from Canada. Thanks, Jack. I really like Not Right Now Emily, too. This one comes from Bug and Bear from the United States. It's titled Five and a Half Year Old Review. I'm excited to read this one. I really love this podcast. Me and my brother really like these podcasts. My brother John is one and a half. My name is Gwendolyn. I love these podcasts. This is my favorite one. I really like this podcast because it makes my brother fall asleep. When we're going on long trips, it makes me think about reading and relaxing in the car. I like the voice and I like how he reads. My favorite stories are Emma and the Magic Bubble, There's a Crocodile in Our Pickle Jar, and Katya and the Magic Crow. Thanks, Gwendolyn. We're glad that you enjoy this. It's fun. This one is from Miriam's Mom from Canada. It's titled, Entertaining Children's Stories. Hi, my daughter Miriam wanted me to tell you how much she loves listening to your stories in the car on the way to school and back. I enjoy them as well. They are well-written, entertaining, and not too long. Miriam's favorite story is A Pony in the Coal Shed. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Miriam, four and a half, and Mom from Toronto. Thanks, guys, for all your reviews. It's helpful to get feedback, and we really like to keep you entertained. Sleep well.